Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. This segment of the show is brought to you by the Values Institute and features Joe Nicasio. Joe is a uh, business mechanic and marketing consultant, so that's what he's of. Uh, Joe, welcome to the show. Ah, thanks for having me. Did I get your name right? Is it Nicasio or Nicasio? Nicasio. Nicasio. Okay, I, I, it was a 50-50. <laughs> All right, Joe Nicasio. And Joe, you're a, you call yourself a, a business mechanic, but you've, you're also an author and a marketing consultant. And uh, we're going to talk about um, how businesses can build their value before they sell from a marketing point of view. So I'm, I'm real interested to get into that. But first, we always like to start by getting to know a little bit about our guests. So could you share a little bit about your background and how you got into this particular line of work? Sure. Um, I like to do storytelling once in a while. So once upon a time, a man was walking down the street and he fell into a hole and he was screaming for help. And uh, a priest came by and heard the screams for help, said a prayer and talked in a Bible, but the man was still in the hole. The man kept screaming for help and a man came by and threw some money in the hole, but the man was still in the hole. Uh, and then uh, uh, a friend came by, heard the screams, and he jumped in the hole with the man. And the, the man said, uh, well, "What are you doing now? We're both, you know, now we're both in this hole together." And the friend said, "That's true, but I've been in this hole before, and I know the way out. Follow me, and let me show you the way." So I'm that guy. I'm that guy that you know. I've run businesses. I made my million dollars. I lost everything. I, and then I went on an obsessive compulsive quest for the truth of what really, really works in business. And mm-hmm. uh, I've actually built a community, a small community of people that are also uh, committed to that, you know, that truth. Well, you know, there's a lot of manure in the world of what works in business, and mm-hmm. there's a, and it, you have to sort through it to get to the gold. And so that's kind of my background. Uh, you know, I used to troubleshoot electronics equipment, and now I troubleshoot businesses. Um, that, yeah, that, that's why not? I mean, that's if you've been there and done that, and you're back out now to help people who are in that hole, to get out of it because you can show them the way. I think that's a great analogy, great story, makes a lot of sense. And Napoleon Hill said something pretty amazing. He said, you know, uh, you failed? You know, congratulations. Now you're an expert at what not to do. So, you know, I can actually kind of look at businesses and predict the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Well, the, the how, so when you first, uh, when somebody says, hey, Joe, I need help, what what's the first thing that you look at to assess? Well, did, did they say, I need help or I want help? <laughs> the big giant mm, Okay. Let's say they say, I need help. <laughs> well, yeah, they, you know, they, everybody's at kind of a different spot. So, you know, some people are having help just getting started, and some people are still in jobs. You know, I think the, the big kind of the thesis of my book is I want to have a thriving America tomorrow. We need to nurture a new breed of entrepreneurs today. But what we've done is, is we've created an entire culture of people that are employer-reliant instead of self-reliant. So, uh, you know, right away about, 90% of the people I talk to are either in jobs or they're under. So there's a whole bunch of people that kind of want to escape from the corporate world and start their own business. So I do things for them. But um, kind of the market that I serve in terms of what's really relevant to this conversation today is uh, people that are 
you know, they've gotten to like 500,000 a year and they really want to make, you know, turn the business into a $5 million a year company. So, so they have that desire to actually, you know, actually build their business in value so that they can someday sell it at an even higher value. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, but they're stuck a lot of times. They're, they feel like they've hit a wall, right? Yeah. And there are several walls that people hit. One of them is um, themselves just thinking they have to do everything themselves. Uh, there's a big shift in people when they have this revelation that uh, my success depends on the support of others and the support of systems. Uh, that's, that's a huge revelation for people to, to surrender the ego. You know, a lot of people start a business, if it is to be, it's up to me, you know, the right way to get things done and do it yourself. But there's a shift in thinking for people that people will cap out at 500,000 or a million, you know, plus or minus, you know, just choosing some random numbers because there's only so far they can go, you know, trying to do everything wearing all the hats themselves. Right. Yeah, absolutely. They, they're, they don't want to risk the capital to get the leverage, but it doesn't take a whole lot of capital to get another hand on deck that can really free you up to do some more important stuff. Is that kind of the gist of it? Yeah, either a hand, you know, uh, so there's two ways of delegating. You can delegate to uh, people and you can delegate to automated systems. Most require, you know, letting go of the ego, thinking you have to do it all yourself. And kind of leads to another little story that, you know, once upon a time, you know, there was a village that needed, you know, they were at a shortage of fresh water, so they needed fresh water, and somebody started capitalizing it. So they'd get these barrels and go to the lake and or the river and travel and um, bring back the fresh water and sell it. And, you know, he did fine. And then another guy saw that this was actually viable, and what he did is, is he got architects and people to manufacture a pipeline. And so, you know, people really need a pipeline. Um, and this is something that if you're one of those businesses that you're doing everything yourself and you're going to the water with your barrels and coming back, you're exhausted. And when you build a pipeline, your business becomes indefatigable. <laughs> it mm -hmm. becomes effortless. It, you know, and, and by the way, the pipeline guy, he shuts down competition pretty fast because he can just sit at the cash register and collect his money. Another good story. That's a good analogy, and I like I like the analogies of uh, going and get the water versus building a pipeline. And you mentioned a little bit earlier, it could be hands on deck or it could be systems on deck. Uh, how important yeah. is it when you're when you're hiring a person to have somebody who's internet and systems savvy? Okay, there's two kinds of systems too. There's even you know, there's there's internet systems, online systems, and offline systems, but. Yeah, when you when you when you're system savvy. By the way, just taking a step back to the story about the you know the, the water business with the with the barrels and then the pipeline. As a person, you're you're like an expert at like evaluating businesses and selling them, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. What's the value of the pipeline? You know, you know, if somebody's going to invest in one. Who's going to get the higher you know resale of of their business? So. This is you know, the value of your company goes through the roof when you put these systems in place. So let me actually like kind of paint a picture. Like, what would your business look like in the next t twelve months if you if you had all these marketing systems in place? You know, you had documents. And a lot of people say they get word of mouth uh, advertising. That's great. Do you have it formalized in a system that's documented that you you consistently, systematically, you know, implement that referral system? Do you have an upselling system in place? So people are coming to buy whatever it is you're selling, but do you have a do you have a documented tr 
training program, you know. Uh, do you have a sales management system to gain uh, new people, to train them and maintain them? You know, attrition's a reality, so you need to, if you're going to have a business and you're going to have a sales force, you know, do you just have people in place? Or do you have, like, a formal system for recruiting people when they get lost? You know, when, you know, people leave, they move, they get pregnant, they, they right, take vacations, right. they, you know, life events happen. So, so the question is, does, does all that water cooler knowledge, the, the knowledge that people walk around with, and maybe they talk a little bit about, does it leave your company or has it been developed into a, a system that the next person can come in and say, okay, step one, I do this, step two, I do this, step three, I do this. Uh, right. Right, and they can, right. You, can, you can then not worry so much about one key person walking out the door with all of the knowledge in their head. Absolutely. I mean, you McDonaldize the business. You know, yeah. McDonald's has a tremendous turnover, but sure. their systems are, you know, in place. Yeah, good and, point. Uh, good why point. not do that to your business? And when you do, you radically increase the value so that when you do decide to exit, you know, you can, you know, I mean, if you have a $500,000 business and you get a five-time multiple, you know, that'd be, what, two and a half million. But if you had a, a $5 million business and you got a five-time multiple, it'd be $25 million. So the, the difference of... Uh, you know, the difference of getting these marketing systems in place. Not, first of all, you'll start making more money when you put marketing systems in place. And when you, when you put marketing systems in place and you continue to add them and build them and refine them, this year's income, you know, next year's income, you'll see growth. Next year, you'll see growth. Next year, you'll see growth. And then you got five years of growth on the book. That looks pretty attractive to a new person that's, you know, going to be buying a business. But if you're, you know, going to the well and doing this water and you're doing this manual thing. So, so you know, yeah, imagine that you have a system in place. We actually have a marketing plan. It's not an investor plan, but, uh, you know, it's actually a, yeah. a, a working day-to-day -day activity list. And, uh, you know, imagine that you have these checklists in place. You have a marketing calendar that you live by that's actually intelligent ways to, to be in front of potential customers. You know, what if you have a documented way to do a trade show so that, you have a before-the-trade-show strategy and an at-the-trade-show strategy, and you have an after-the-trade-show strategy where you have leads and follow-up, and it all you know, fills your pipeline to develop customers. And uh, this, is, this is a big, giant gap. This is, this is the gap between the 500,000 and the people that are growing at 5 million and beyond. I absolutely love what you're saying, and it makes a whole heck of a lot of sense. And so... The, the, the building blocks, you talked about the day-to-day -day activity list, marketing activity, the marketing calendar, the trade show strategy. Uh, it, does it all start with a CRM? Is that the building, the, the kind of the base around which all of these things are built? Um, that's, <laughs> um, yeah, now CRM is a, uh, as I know, is a abbreviology. Uh, uh, it's uh, customer retention and management. Yeah, customer retention or customer relation. It's just a database. It's your it's your customer database, really, is what it's. Yeah, but to. I would never ever in the whole world call it a database. Okay, I would never. Okay. So I work with a restaurant uh, I'm working with right now, and um, you know they don't know who their customers are. They come in, they buy it, they have you know the guy makes great food, you know, so he doesn't have any kind of list at all. And and uh, so what I'm doing is putting together a VIP membership, you know, VIP, you know, which actually be part of our VIP club. And so, uh, yeah, this is a big danger in business, too. And, you know, we think about the list and we think about sales as a numbers game and that kind of thing. And, um, 
sales is kind of a numbers game, but it actually, if you tell people, if you tell yourself people that sales is a numbers game, then you deserve all the sales you don't get because sales is really a one-on-one relationship building game, you know, and it's all well about put. managing relationship. And uh, well put. So uh, yeah, but it really you do need to have some kind of system to gather people's information and then communicate with them. Uh, hopefully in a proactive way, um, you know, where you actually, if you really got this down, you actually put people through like video sequencing or video training that establishes your expertise before you even talk to the customer Mm -hmm. so that they are more pre-sold so that if people go through your little pipeline of like, here's how to do business with us, um, you know, let me, you know, yep. let me teach. Then, you know, when you get to people on the phone, you're only dealing with people that are sevens, eights, nines, and tens, and you're not wasting your time with that whole trust-building phase. So, yeah, we can automate this uh, through a, a whole bunch of different ways. But you do need to have a system to bring them in, to, to educate them, to bring them up to speed, you know, to move them towards the sale. Uh, and, but, you know, there's... I, I guess when you say, you know, auto, the automation part and everything, the automation part, part is critical, and yet we still live in a people world. And so mm-hmm. yeah. the ability to have social skills and go out and talk to anyone, anywhere, anytime, and then, you know, transition that conversation into a sales conversation. I, st- I still am a big believer in uh, street sales skills. Absolutely. The ability to sell to people face to face, the ability to have yeah. a, that conversation. And matter of fact, you know, you can put all the automation in your company, and I still believe that one of the fastest ways to grow your business is to have state of the art, you know, selling uh, for every member of your staff will radically improve uh, what goes on, you know, that, through your automated and internet systems, all that. Well, it comes back down to the old saying they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. Absolutely. So, uh, so, you know, you meet people offline or not. Maybe you meet them online, but ultimately, you know, you want people to like you and trust you. And, and uh, you know, we can do stuff through Skype and the Internet. But, you know, when it leads to face-to-face, it increases the value of the relationships, like, exponentially than somebody that, you you know, oh, here's my product, you know, here's my credit card. That's a, that's a big problem. You know, we're, we have a lot of people today selling information products. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's good to have information and knowledge and even expertise, but um, we need more implementation. This is, where, right. this is where people fail in getting to that next level. I mean, it's just so easy to keep going to the river and get in the barrel, you know, than it is to, to you know, be, maybe you'll start building that pipeline. But, um, you know, if you don't, Entrepreneurs are funny in the, in the way that they start projects, but they don't finish them. And so that's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it takes it takes a while to build that pipeline and then to to you know finish it. But when you, once you finish it, you can bear the fruit. And uh, this is where people get stalled out. Maybe they have a system, you know, for selling, but they don't have a referral system. Maybe they have a strategy for straight trade shows, but it's not optimized. Um, but you know, take, you got to put that extra effort in. Uh, uh, you know, it takes effort to build the pipeline, and it's it's almost counterintuitive. Well, it's it's great stuff, Joe, and we're we're running out of time, but I want to give you a chance to uh, to talk about your book a little bit. Is it? 
What's the name of it, and is it available on Amazon, or how do people get in touch? Sure. Um, my book is Resurrecting America's Entrepreneurial Spirit. Subtitle is The Practical Approach of Creating Jobs. And I am a, uh, a big advocate of the startup entrepreneur. Uh, you know, because the truth is, is uh, you know, when I learned all this stuff about helping people go from 500,000 to 5 million, I wanted to help everybody. The truth is everybody doesn't want to be helped. That's true, too, yeah. <laughs> I mean, get your ego out of the way. <laughs> Good point. Because uh, once you do, you know, so uh, I do have coaching programs for that. Uh, if you go to my website, joenacopio.com, scroll down to the middle, there's uh, my elite marketing coaching programs. It's called the Principal Centered Marketing Coaching, and it's actually a program where we build out these systems one by one uh, for that business owner that's in that 5000 Oh, that's great. That's great. And let me just spell that out for our listeners. It's Joe, J-O-E-N-I-C-A-S-S-I-O.com. And yeah. so they can go there and learn more about the program and, and get in touch with you, but also maybe do some exercises on there or something like that. Is that what it boils down to there? Um, yeah, I mean, they, they can pick up the phone and, you know, schedule a one-on-one with me. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I've, I've had TV appearances. They can go see my TV appearances. I do sales training. You know, there's a lot of different things that I provide to help, you know, others grow. And that's the whole thing. I, I just love helping, you know, my fellow entrepreneurs take it to another level. Well, you've given us a, a lot to uh, think about, and we're going to upload this interview, obviously, in a couple of days, so our listeners can go back and listen again. And uh, we really want to thank you for coming on. I'd like to invite you back sometime and come back on and go more into detail into some of these systems that we've talked about, because we, we talked about quite a few of them, and I really appreciate you coming on the show. Well, thanks for having me. Joe, gr great job. Uh, really enjoyed the interview. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. So please stay tuned. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50 plus business owners, where we're interviewing over 250 top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 